What's up, everybody? Welcome to a Thursday edition of The Squeeze. I am Tyler Conium. There's NFL football tonight. Yes, it is preseason, and no, I won't be betting on it, but the end of summer is coming pretty darn quickly, isn't it? I actually did want to show you, speaking of football, shout out to my friend Jason, who has picked this up for me at the Argos opener this year. I was able to grab it um, on our way out east. It is the Toronto Argonauts championship ring. That is a beautiful championship ring. So go Argos. Hopefully they can repeat. Put this on for the video, shall we? Hopefully they can repeat uh, this season. They're playing very, very well. They are 6-1. and one, But yeah, football is upon us. It's that time of year. We've got our fantasy football and all that's coming up. So it's a big time of year. It's going to be a big time of year for the squeeze as well. I have a lot of things planned and in the works and things that I want to do to really take this and expand it and really just make a run for it. Um, so I'm very excited about that. In terms of yesterday, it was a two-in-one day yesterday, which no complaints there. This ring is too obnoxiously heavy to wear it while I'm trying to record a video. Uh, a two-in-one day yesterday. Um, we got the, the Rangers and the Braves parlay wrong again. So in the first time, the Braves lost. The second time, the Rangers lost. They lost 2 nothing to the Oakland A's. It is what it is. We had the Jays and the Guardians to go under again, and they did. It was a one, a second straight one nothing finish this time for Toronto. You're going to notice as we approach the playoffs, you're going to see a lot of Blue Jays stuff on this. Um, so we hit that, and then the Dodgers and the Diamondbacks. I predicted they went under nine, and that was a two nothing final. So a very low scoring day there. Before we get into today's bets, I want to talk about this QR code on the screen or the first link in the description. Use that. We'll take you to a page where I where all of my favorite sports books. Where you can sign up, make a minimum deposit, and through my bet, my partnership with BetStamp and with these books, you're guaranteed the best exclusive offers and bonuses that you're not going to find if you just signed up normally. So use that link, make a minimum deposit, grab these odds, uh, and you're good to go there. Also in the link is uh, you can track my bets on BetStamp. I think it's important to be very open and honest about my bets. You can track all of those on BetStamp and also line shop for the best odds and get in the Discord. As I mentioned, each and every day, social media is kind of all over the place these days, so my landing spot is still generally Twitter, but Discord as well. Okay. We've got three bets today, two in the MLB, one in the CFL. We're going to start with Major League Baseball, and we're going to start with, well, surprise, surprise, the Toronto Blue Jays. This is the fourth and final game of their series against Cleveland. They've won two of the first three games. They've been low scoring, man. The Jays won three to one. They lost one nothing. They've won one nothing. What do we have today? Well, we've got Alec Manoa going up against Noah Syndergaard. Interesting pitching matchup. Both men have had their struggles most definitely this season. I'm taking the Blue Jays to be leading this after five innings. So this is not a money line bet where it pushes a tie. If it's tied after five innings, we lose. I need the Jays to be leading by at least one run after five innings. I'm putting my faith in Alec Manoa one more time. Obviously, we all know the struggles, but since he's come back, he's had five starts. And no, sorry, he's had four starts. Five starts? Five starts. He's four and one with a 2.4 ERA since his return from the minors, averaging five innings pitched. Last time out against Boston, he went six and two thirds, struck out five, gave up three. Previous to that against the Angels, he only went four and a third, but he struck out six and gave up one. He gave up three to Seattle. He gave up four to San Diego. That was in the lone loss. But his first start back against Detroit, he went six innings, struck out eight, didn't walk any, and only gave up one earned run. Now, going for Cleveland, you've got Noah Syndergaard, who just 
hasn't been good at all. He's 0-2 in his last five games, but Cleveland has lost four of those games. He's got an ERA of 6. And when you look at, bear with me as I pull up Noah Syndergaard on this season, obviously he's come over in a trade to Cleveland um, from the Dodgers where he was 1-4 with a 7.16 ERA. On the season this year, he's 1-5. He's got an ERA of 6.75. So I know Manoa has had his struggles, but he's been much better since he came back from the minors. The Jays are playing really, really well. They have the lowest team ERA in baseball since the All-Star break. Actually, overall, plus since the All-Star break. So I'm going to roll the dice with Alec Manoa one more time and say the Jays have the lead after five innings here. This is minus 105 at DraftKings. The second bet that I like today is Houston and Baltimore. Houston is 66 and 49. Very good. Baltimore is 70 and 44. They're leading the AL East, the toughest division in baseball. And the Baltimore Orioles are underdogs in this game. I'm taking them on the money line. It's plus 100. All of my bets today are at DraftKings, by the way. Houston's also won the first three games, two games of the series. They beat them 7-6, and they beat them yesterday 8-2. You've got Hunter Brown going for Houston tonight. In his last five starts, he's 3-2 and two with a 3.0 ERA. He's coming off three straight wins. He beat the Mets 7-0. Houston beat the Devil Rays 17-4. And then previous to that, they beat the Oakland A's 3-2, and he's gone six innings in all of those starts. But on the flip side, you've got Dean Kramer going for Baltimore. He is 5-0 in his last five. He's won all of them. ERA of 2.4. He beat the Mets. He beat the Yankees. He beat the Phillies. He beat the Dodgers. He beat the Marlins. Those are five good teams. Aside from the Mets, all those other teams are above 500. Dodgers are very, very good. He went five and a third against the Mets, four against the Yankees, seven against Philly, five against the Dodgers, and six against the Miami Marlins. I like the Baltimore Orioles to salvage the final game of this set. Take this one and give that to me on the money line. Houston's won four straight, but they're five and five in their last 10 against each other. So I like Baltimore to swing it back their way. I mean, the Baltimore Orioles on the money line for plus 100. Weird that the AL East leading team is an underdog at home. Give me that plus 100 Baltimore at DraftKings. And your last bet, it's in the CFL. So we've got the Winnipeg Blue Bombers visiting the Edmonton Elks. It's the best team, arguably, against the worst team, not arguably. The Edmonton Elks are 0-8, okay? They are the worst team in the CFL by three games. The next closest would be Hamilton at 3-5, which isn't even that bad. Edmonton is 0-8. They're just coming off a bye, but previous to that, they got shut out by the BC Lions 27-0. Now, they're coming out of this bye week with a new offensive coordinator in Jarius Jackson, and they've got a new starting quarterback. It's second-year QB Trey Ford, who's taking control of the offense. They haven't won. We're nearing the midpoint of the season. They're obviously just, you know, trying something new. They're going to try to see what sticks. And normally when stuff like that happens, they fire coordinator, they bring in a new quarterback. I tend to lean towards that team winning, but they're going up against the Winnipeg Blue Bombers who are, oh, I don't know, coming off a 50 to 14 win against the BC Lions who were six and one going into that game. They got absolutely shelled. Um, the Bombers have been the best team in the CFL for the last three years. They won two Grey Cups. They lost in last year's Grey Cup to the Argos. That was kind of an upset. Um, look, the Bombers are just the best team in the CFL. And 
like I said, maybe normally I would like a new offensive coordinator, a new quarterback. But when you're going up against the best team in the league, I think it actually works in the opposite direction. I think they could get smoked again. But I'm going to play it a little bit safe because the line is around 12, 11, 12, 13. I'm just taking the Bombers by minus 7 in the first half. So I think it might take a while for Trey Ford to get into his rhythm. The Bombers are going to come out and look to really uh, flex their muscle on a new quarterback, on a new coordinator, play some really good defense. They only just gave up 14 points to the BC Lions, who have a very good offense. So I think the you know maybe the Elks get something going in the second half. And then just kind of, you know, say screw it and just throw everything at the wall and see what sticks. But I think the first half is going to be a little bit more methodical. I think it's going to be a little bit more safe for Edmonton. And I like Winnipeg to come out ahead uh, after the break or at the break by minus seven. So those are your best for today. Just a reminder, use that QR code. Use the link in the description below. Sign up for DraftKings. Guaranteed the best exclusive bonuses and offers when you do. And um, those are your three bets for today. So give me the Toronto Blue Jays on the run line in the first five innings. That's minus 105 at DraftKings. Give me the Baltimore Orioles straight up on the money line, plus 100 at DraftKings. Give me the Winnipeg Blue Bombers minus seven in the first half, also at DraftKings. As always, drop a comment if you're fading or following. You can follow me on all my social media channels linked in the description below. Audio on Apple and on Spotify. Have a great Thursday. Let's talk sports.